Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show this Thursday night. Dom, it is possible that humanity is about to change forever. I can say with certainty that your life is about to change forever, Dom Faye. But I think as a byproduct, it could spill into society. Okay, well, look, I'm happy to be a bit of a trailblazer. So you're saying it'll be like a domino effect. So my life will change. Oh, domino effect. (laughs) That is the name of your book. (laughs) And Dom would be in capital letters and then... In a mo mm. would be in smaller letters. And you know what the cover art would be? What's that? It would be me dressed up as a domino yes. falling backwards into other dominoes. Yes. That's a great idea. We and make... it's also yeah. kind of good because you do travel through the universe bumping into a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I knock a lot of things over. And I probably, <laughs> probably the effects of my actions have created a lot of <laughs> destruction. So it all adds up, really. Before 11 o'clock tonight, we'll reveal what this big change is. Mm. But something's happened today. It's a physical product I have on my side of the desk yep. that's going to blow your mind, Dom. Okay. And I would wager it's going to blow everyone's mind as well. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, the cotton candy grapes uh, are taking over the country at the moment. They are the, if you haven't seen them in stores yet, it's this new sp- uh, species, I guess is the word, of grape that tastes like fairy floss when you eat it. Um, we had them last week. Yep. My opinion mm. was they just tasted like a sweeter grape. Yeah. Right. With a slight fairy floss edge, I guess. But we, I don't think they were trying to make a fairy floss grape. I think they were just messing around yes. with grapes. Well, the thing is, this has been going far and wide. I've seen a lot of my friends posting about it on Instagram. I've heard talk about it. But this afternoon, Zach, it finally made its way to my mum, Judy. Oh, who is the cultural touch point That's for it. the country. Well, it was when my mum sang Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do last year that Taylor and her management celebrated. They knew that they'd, they'd cracked it now. Yep. They'd made it because Judy Faye's on Once board. Judy's singing it, yep. you know it's a hit. And so this afternoon I have recorded Judy trying the cotton candy grapes for the first time and they'll be stoked to hear that she they've made their way into her diet. This is, a, this is mum giving them a go. What the? What the flip's that? What is it? Are they awful? It's very floss flavoured grapes. How do you get that? But how did they get it in there? Do they, do they inject it? Oh, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so that's her initial reaction to it. And I do think... Um, what the flip's that? Is her iconic phrase from now on. That can be the fairy floss slogan. <laughs> what the flip's that? What the flip's also, that? Also, I love the idea that she's gone straight to yep. they've injected them with fairy floss <laughs> because if you've ever yep. had fairy floss around liquids before, I'm not but so also, sure how that'd work. You'd pop a grape. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they can just stick. And also, that'd be pretty expensive just be injecting each grape with fairy floss. Anyway, about five minutes afterwards, she'd calmed down, Mum, and she gave a more reasoned analysis of why she didn't like the fairy floss grapes. Messes with your brain because you know what you're going to taste, and then you actually get a different flavour. It's like going mountain climbing, and then you blink and you're at the beach. What is that? What do you mean? Well, you're going down one. one line of thought with your taste buds and all of a sudden you get taken to the exact opposite. <laughs> and I think they're very bad because I think we shouldn't mess with good tasting fruit. Yeah, don't play God. <laughs> don't play God with fruit. <laughs> Where will it stop? <laughs> that's mum's message. It's a slippery slope. And, and that's mum's message to the farmers, mum's yep. message to the supermarket chains. Yep. Don't play God. What, don't what are we going to get next? Apples that taste like chocolate? <laughs> that's it. Yeah. 
<laughs> When's it going to end? Well, I did explain to mum then that this wasn't artificially done. These these grapes are naturally grown and they just happen How to How did she respond to that? Oh, she's gone and bought a punnet. So okay, she's, she's back on board. She's on board now. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We want to see how effective advertising campaigns are. That's why we've mm. come up with this game. Slogans Heroes. That's right. This is Slogans Heroes, where we have to guess the slogans to famous brands. Yep. It's also the only segment you're going to hear on FM radio yep. uh, using a variation of the <laughs> 1965 TV show, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Zach, the, the, uh, the options are limitless if we're going to go back this far for references. It's great. We have three envelopes in front of us, each with a brand on the front. Yep. We're going to have 30 seconds to figure out what the slogan is, Dom, I have the very first envelope. It is for Kmart. Okay, now I'm just trying to think when I've seen a Kmart ad lately. I don't remember a slogan coming with it. I know with Kmart, people spend all their money. Yes. Could it be, mm. there goes my paycheck? <laughs> I don't think that's Kmart, <laughs> there goes my paycheck. I'd love it if that was their slogan. I reckon they try to, th- they would focus on the low prices. Oh, is it? Yeah. Live big for less. That's, or is Does that, that ring a bell? I think that's Big W, isn't okay. it? Okay. Apologies <laughs> to the people at Kmart. They will not like that. But I reckon it is also something about cheap. I reckon it's something along it's the lines cheap. of... No, They're so, not going to use the word cheap, certainly. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, you know what? Let's just go live big for less. Maybe they're using the same one as Big W or I've got them confused. How about cause... how about filling up your living room yeah. and getting change from a 20? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I reckon it is. Uh, have a look. What's, what's the Kmart slogan? The Kmart slogan is... Yeah. We make low prices irresistible. We were close! Oh, we knew it we be, were close! We knew it would be about <sighs> low prices. <sighs> just got that wrong. All right, Dom, you got okay. the second one. Links. Deodorant. Lynx uh, products is the second one. Now, my experience with Lynx is using Lynx Africa as a teenager and thinking that was what was going to make me irresistible. Lynx. Well, that's what the ads were. Yeah. You would spray it on and the girls would come running. Do you think irresistible could be in there? That could be it. Could it be my first deodorant? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could definitely be that. Uh, well, because that is the role it plays for many, many people. Yep. Um, I, How about... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about Lynx? Yeah. Um, goes perfectly with your braces and pimples. <laughs> you know what? I'm, it's accurate. I'm not entirely sure the people at Lynx would have run with that. I'm, thinking, I'm just imagining the Lynx yeah. I used to use. I'm not sure if they have a lot of different products now. But yeah, yeah I, I was an Africa guy as well. And that was certainly 1314. Is Simply Irresistible the slogan of something else? Uh, uh, that's a song from the 80s. <laughs> For some reason, I'm thinking Simply Irresistible is the Lynx slogan. Would it be about staying dry? That's probably... I think Simply Irresistible might be a chocolate now I think about it. That's the closest we're going to get. Go Simply Irresistible, right. Lynx. Simply Irresistible. Let's if see. it has Irresistible in it, I think it's a win. Yeah, I'll, I'll Dom's opening it. the envelope. What do we have? The Lynx slogan is, find your magic. <laughs> Okay, we're way off. <laughs> Find, Find your, your magic. magic. What are they thinking? What does that mean? Or when you spray the bottle, uh, a <laughs> rabbit comes out. <laughs> Maybe they've actually repositioned as magic tricks. Our last one. All right. Kentiki, as in Kentiki Tours. Okay, well this... So what do we know about this? Young people travelling overseas, yep. having a good time. They'd want to make it seem adventurous and cool, I reckon. That's their What's aim here. Kentiki's slogan? Could it be, mm. a trip so good... You won't remember any of it. 
Yeah, no, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I was thinking something along the lines of it's like Tinder on a holiday. <laughs> could sum up a lot of what Kentucky think, could be. I think it will be yep. something about like uh, something about friends because it's a group of people that go around together. It'll be like see the world with friends. See, oh, that's good. Or but I don't know if it'd be that lame. <laughs> I think true. it would be like that, but a bit cooler. Yeah. Um, lifelong memories, lifelong friends. Oh. Still lame, <laughs> but it could be it. If it's not lifelong memories, lifelong friends, then really, right, Kentucky's made what a big mistake. What is Kentucky's slogan? Opening the envelope. Yep. Come on, lifelong memories, lifelong friends. Hashtag no regrets. That is oh. so Kentucky. <laughs> so Kentucky. <laughs> and that's pretty much what we said, just a lot cooler. This is Collective Now. With Zach and Dom. Uh, Zach, we were in a chat with our boss today uh, discussing Denise Drysdale from Studio 10. The that was after host. you had a dream about her the other day. <laughs> I did. Okay, well, you said it like that. It sounds a bit weird. I had a dream that you left me to do a radio show with Denise Drysdale. You can catch that on our podcast. We're not going into it <laughs> no, now. We're not going to re-end re- that argument. But, uh, but I was making some jokes about how old the name Denise was. Yep. How Denise, you hear Denise and you instantly think grandmother. That's what you think with that name. And our boss comes out and says, well, actually, I've got a friend who's in her early 20s who's called Denise. And it kind of, it sparked the conversation how sometimes you cannot pick an age from somebody's name. You think you can. Well, I... You're so... Yeah. You're so strong on it. But yes. I feel like it's a bit more difficult because names come around. Well, they do come around. They're but old for a while. Yep. Then they're young. Then they're old again. But I've been around for 24 years on this planet, Zach, and I have not met many young Gladysses, for yep. example. That's true. Now, now, sure, don't get me wrong. The name John, perhaps that's come around again. Perhaps we're getting a new era of Johns. But there's some names that you can absolutely pick if they're old or young. I'll give name. you a bit of a test if you want. Yeah, do, go for it. I'll give you two. First yep. one is... Hazel. Hazel's got to be at least 60. Yeah, that's my, that's my grandma. Yeah, okay, great. Of course, because you, cause you I don't... I think she's about 80. There, there we go. I went under. Who would have thought that? Because you just don't meet young Hazels. Okay, how about yeah. Arthur? <sighs> See, Arthur's tricky because the TV show, Hey Arthur, might have, which was a kid show in the 90s and early 2000s. Just give me the demographic. Is it <laughs> under 10, 10 to 20? Yeah. You know, the decade. I reckon Arthur is 10 to 20. Oh, so close. Under 10. Under 10? Yeah, I know a, a young guy named Arthur. See, I'm pretty good at this. I'm pretty. I'm not bad. You can tell somebody's age from their name. It is a. It's a foolproof theory. On thirteen ten sixty, mm. give us a call, and we'll see if we can tell yep. your age by your name. What are we going to go within ten years or within five years? Probably within five. I think. Do you reckon five is how we got to play it? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll give it a go. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm going to get I'm going to get 3 from 3. If I'm... you have a mm. grandparent or a close friend yep. with a name you think might throw us off, yes. Give us a call with that as well. Our first one's like the first name is Josephine. Now, okay, in- instantly, Josie, that's a young name. Yes, I do know a Josie in her early mid 20s, but Josephine the full name, I don't know if many people go by the full name. I reckon Josephine is... I reckon Josie would be what you'd go by yep. when you're a teenager. Yeah. Then you get into your 20s, you you know, you mm. maybe move out of home and you're like, I'm going to grow up and do my full name. We've got to get within five years so of the I age. So I say uh, 24. I was going to say 22. Let's meet the middle, 23. 23. Josephine, 23. Is that close? No. <laughs> what's what's the age? 31. 31. That's pretty That's young, though, still. That is, is That's he, not an old person. It is a young Josephine. I'll, look, I'll still take that. Uh, name two, Zach, we have is Gert- Gertrude. Why are you laughing? That's so offensive <laughs> to Gertrude. <laughs> I apologise if Gertrude is young. 
But to me, Gertrude... Gertie? Yeah. Gertie could be young. Do you know a Gertie? I don't know any Gerties, but I imagine in some European countries it might be a common name. Okay, uh, Gertrude's 80 at least. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but Gertrude's got to be at least 80. I don't... I reckon... I don't think anyone's been named Gertrude in the past 60 years. So you think when someone names <laughs> the next Gertrude, yep. they're going to be flipping through the book, like, <laughs> blowing the dust off the name That's and being it. like, okay, yeah, we'll put that in. That's where I'm going. Are, are you having a bad I, I will go with you because <laughs> yep. you seem so confident. I'm certain of this. But I'm way less confident. It, Gertrude is 80, correct? Uh, my name's Sarah, but Gertie is my niece, and so she is 16 months old. Yes! I told you, Tom. This is what I was saying. Uh, they come around. That's true. Maybe Gertrude. They come around. Perhaps Gertrude is just on the cusp of a, of a resurgence. Jeez. Thanks for your call, Sarah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> a, a big mention, a big hello to Gertie. And uh, can I just say, I was about 78 and a half years <laughs> off on that one. I think Gertie's a nice name for a kid. You know what? Now I've heard it, I've come around. Um, let's see if we can get one of these. We've got Noreen as our final name, Zach. Noreen. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on. That could be anywhere. Okay. Well, I'm going yeah. yeah, I'm going 40s. No. Are you re- serious? Yeah, what do you think? No, there's no way Noreen's 40. Noreen's either very like Gertrude, really young or very old. I'm going I'm going to, you know, go all 40 in. is what the 70s or maybe the 80s. Yep. No. Uh, uh late 70s maybe. Because I reckon Noreen would have been the parents name of those people and you wouldn't give them the same name. Noreen, I'm going even harder 90. <laughs> Noreen's 90. Noreen's not 90. No, I reckon Noreen's 90. Okay, well, <laughs> if Noreen is 90, I think yep. we're going to have a child or yep. grandchild calling up. <laughs> yeah, well, because I don't think we have any 90-year-olds listening, but let's find out. Okay, Noreen is 90, correct? So I'm her grandson, Ben, and she is 67. So oh, I'm lucky you got grandparent <laughs> right. Uh, I heard grandparent. <laughs> I got it. Uh, you know what? I, I when he's when Ben said grandparent, I did think I'd hit the nail yes. on the head there. But ninety, that's like great grandparent territory. Yeah, I'm still twenty two years off there, <laughs> which is a real shade. You, you know what? Yeah, no, yeah. It's totally proved wrong. You yeah. can't do it. <laughs> okay, I did get zero from three. I put my hand up. My theory's wrong. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, you can learn so much about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google searches. You don't know what we're going to read out. Yep. But you have to explain why you Googled the weird and wonderful things that you did. It is remarkable that I do them in a haze every time I Google, and it's only here that I remember them. Most of them are early in the morning. I'm a little bit terrified, as always. What do you got? First one was Saturday at 1.11am. Is it normal for my fingernails to stop growing? (laughs) What do you mean by that? (laughs) Well, my fingernails have stopped growing. I don't think... I haven't had to cut my nails in like four months, five months. Okay, that's strange. (laughs) I reckon. Unless I've done it I thought those were a part of the things that never stopped growing. Are they? I don't know. Like throughout your life. I thought they just always grew. I just thought maybe that was just when you're growing up and then when you reach adulthood, you don't need to clip your nails anymore. Well, mine still grow. Well, yeah, so apparently they can be an indicator of your health. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> apparently if you've been really stressed or unwell in one way or another, eating bad foods, your fingernails can stop growing for a while. Have you been eating bad foods recently? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not abnormally so, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, well, last night you drank... Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
cream pretty much straight. <laughs> yeah. And I asked you if that's what you drink at home, and you said yes. Yeah, okay. Well, perhaps the cream is part of it. That's possible. I'm not sure. It is also possible that I have cut them and just forgot. That's also very possible. But either way, still with us for the moment, but my fingernails have slowed down. The next thing you Googled was in the same hour, Saturday, 1.56am. <laughs> Is the water from the bathroom tap the same as the kitchen? <laughs> Did you think it was different water? I thought it might or have came gone... from a different spot. Or like, I thought they might have had the bathroom water in the kitchen. Because kitchen water you can drink, right, from the tap. Yeah. And I was like, if I put a cup under my bathroom tap... Yeah. That'd still be good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same same water. Yeah. However, not in the shower. Why's that? Hot water. In fact, not hot water taps. Hot water's dangerous or something. I, I don't, don't think know. it is anymore. I think that's an oh, really? older thing. I thought there was something about the hot water pipes. There's issues there. I don't really know. All I do know is that water in the bathroom, water in the sink, in the kitchen are exactly well, the you, same. Are you drinking from, are you looking to get your water from alternate taps in the house? <laughs> Just You're like, I'm not walking <laughs> all the way to the kitchen. No, I thought I was coming down with a cold. So I thought I'd take some uh, cold prevention stuff. And that was in my bathroom. And I thought, do I have to go all the way to the kitchen to have these tablets? Uh, Let's no, ask I... Google. <laughs> Let's ask Google. Turns out, no, I don't. Water from the bathroom, exactly the same. Okay, this next one is more of a philosophical question. <laughs> okay. Thursday, this evening, okay. at 6.42pm, how come boats never run into each other? <laughs> Have you never wondered that? Uh, no. A lot of boats out there. Are there? <laughs> it's a big ocean. <laughs> yeah. It's not but... like bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. <laughs> like it is with cars. No, but I was thinking about, you know how, like, obviously planes don't run into each other in the sky because they're, like, there's air traffic control and stuff, right? Yeah. So they're, like, cleared for takeoff. You can't take a plane into the sky without being cleared for takeoff. Mm. But I could just put a boat in the ocean tomorrow yeah. and sail off and no one would know. Yeah, but you... but. There's nothing obstructing your view, yep. so it's pretty likely well, you're going to see another boat coming. <laughs> what if it's pouring rain? Go slower. <laughs> well, my point is, I'm just amazed we don't hear about boat collisions more often. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, we hear about car collisions all the time. You yeah. know, we never hear about, you know, a yacht ran into a, a fishing boat yesterday. Yeah, we hear about car collisions because it affects yep. everyone else's run to work. <laughs> okay. if, if the boat collisions did affect your run to work, <laughs> if everyone was jet skiing to the office... <laughs> You'd hear about it more often. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Exciting night for you, Dom. Possibly an exciting night for humanity. <laughs> okay, I don't, I'm not sure what you're talking about. That's a bold claim, though. <laughs> okay, what's going on? <laughs> Two weeks ago, Dom Faye, <laughs> you came out with one of the most inspirational words ever. You had just woofed down mm. a whole block of caramel chocolate. Yep. What you said after that was inspirational. Haters gonna hate. Eaters gonna eat. Haters gonna eat. <laughs> Eaters gonna eat. My famous words, Zach. My immortal words. How were we gonna make that last a <laughs> lifetime? Yep. Could we put it on a plaque? Maybe we could make a statue. We mm. didn't have enough marble. No. And neither of us really know how to carve. So that was the problem there. We came up with the idea... The classiest version of what we could do. Yeah. Put it on a slogan T-shirt. And Dom, I tell you right now... Mm. It's alive! Shirt. 
has come into being. Wait, we have one here? We have a Haters Gonna Hate, Eaters Gonna Hate t-shirt here. You'll notice that I'm wearing two layers, a button-up shirt with a shirt underneath. No way. As I stand up to reveal. No, you, you're wearing the shirt? Like Superman, revealing his costume. <laughs> oh, what wow. do I have underneath my shirt? Unbelievable. I can see the first glimpses of it. There it hate is. Haters Gonna Hate. Eaters <laughs> gonna, gonna Eat. Haters Gonna Hate. Eat is gonna eat. Oh my gosh, the image of me you've put on the shirt is massive in print. I, I'll be honest, it kind of looks like the alien movie where you have another human bursting from inside of you there. Um, but that is a work of art. That is unbelievable. All our good work, Dom, over the last couple of weeks. Wow. It's paid off, baby! <laughs> It's time to celebrate. You can get yourself a haters gonna eat. Eaters gonna eat shirt. Head to our Instagram, collective noun. You can put your order in before tomorrow afternoon wow. if you want one, Tom. Everyone can be cruising around in such a fashionable shirt like I am. We, with a large picture of me taking up half the shirt. It's stunning, really. Do you have one for me as well? I or? haven't. I had to donate that to the museum. <laughs> it was, It was an item of... <laughs> Mass interest for humanity. Okay. So no, you're going to have to go without, but I'm never taking this shirt off. No, that's fair enough, Zach. Just wear it to your cafe. Wear it to the, the milk bar. Wear it wherever you go where you might be eating, and you will never receive judgment for how much you're eating ever again. The haters going to hate, eaters <laughs> going to eat shirt. Limited run wow. does end at 3 p.m. tomorrow on Friday. So if you want to yep. get your order in, head to collective nouns instagram to find the link <laughs> i'm sorry zach i'm tearing up over here i know mate let's take a break it's so stunning right across australia you're listening to collective noun with zach and dom this is collective nouns out of context news making out of context news tonight ed sheeran tried exercising was something that I, I like loads of people do it and i just never tried it i wouldn't do it again it's quite a that's quite a head mess, and so I don't think I'd ever do it again. Also, Bruno Mars is very selective with his use of emojis. For me, I have rules. Uh, for me, it's like I got to make sure that people feel something. They feel a certain emotion. And Donald Trump's stand-up comedy debut didn't go very well. Dead silence, not a smile. In fact, there was one guy sort of clapping. Who was that guy? He's a nice guy. And I want to find out who he is. I'm going to send him a letter of thanks. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Each week, we ask, beg, nade, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. Well, thank you, Caleb, for opening the Collective Noun Forum there, Zach. Uh, Caleb from WA there, kicking us off today. If you want to be like Caleb and open the Collective Noun Forum, you can do that. Uh, all you have to do is uh, record a message via video or, or audio voice memo recorder of you opening those words and send it through to us on Facebook, Zach. This is the Collective Noun Forum. How do you get involved, Tom? Uh, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating as your admission price in, Write whatever you want in the review, and we will read it out on the show. Quick Perth story. Last time I was there, yeah. went swimming at a beach. Beautiful beaches there. Mm. We're Queenslanders, Dom, so we're used to beautiful beaches. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I wasn't used to, though, mm. um, a shark alarm, which isn't that uncommon in Queensland, mm. but it was a great white alarm. Oh, really? Yeah. See, we're, our sharks aren't quite as scary. Not, well... Well, not quite. <laughs> yeah, not quite. They're still scary. No, they're, don't they're get me not wrong. quite as scary, no. On, on the shark scale, shark is pretty scary. Yeah. Any shark, really, but 
when you hear Great White, when it's the shark from Jaws, yeah, it's a, it's the, number, the next level. So everyone gets out, yeah, and the lifesavers go up and down in their mm. rubber ducky, yep, and I think a helicopter goes over, okay, and then maybe half an hour later they're like, yeah, all clear, everyone back in. <laughs> About a thousand people just ran straight back in, really? and I'm like, I know they it's passed. <laughs> But it was here yes. just 20 minutes ago. I would say, are you sure you checked everywhere? Do you know what I mean? I'd want to be, it would be like if I said there was a brown snake in my bedroom. Yes. Someone did a quick scour around, can't see it, back into sleep. I'd be like, well, you know what? Actually, I might sleep on the couch tonight. I do believe the lifesavers. I just think like, <laughs> just, I would be a little more cautious going back in. That's, that's true. Because that's probably what the shark wants you to think, that it's gone away. Yeah. I just, I, I, I'm totally with you. That's why I avoid beaches in general. Yeah. And, and daylight. You do. That's true. <laughs> You don't have shark alarms in your bedroom at home. No. <laughs> That's what I say. Uh, first in the forum today, Zach, we have Dan Fan Man Can. Dan um, Fan Man Can. Which is either uh, some great uh, alliteration or a very convenient name. Dan just says, uh, referencing last week, Zach, when we called the ginger beer hotline. So the ginger hotline. Yeah. Uh, Dan mentions, uh, that the number on the back of products can be a gold mine. Apparently in high school, him and his friends would call the numbers and tell them how much they love their products. And sometimes they'd send out free food. What I did in high school, we used to send letters <laughs> to yeah. uh, skateboarding companies okay. and they'd send you stickers, That's pretty but good. sometimes they didn't send them to you, but you'd send like $2 in an envelope Yeah, right. and you'd get it back like 50% of the time. <laughs> Well, see, there was a radio station, uh, actually, the radio station you and I used to work for. When I was a kid, I used to listen to them, just a small station near here. And I would always, anytime I'd call up, they'd give me like a, a prize, like one of the CDs they were giving away or something along those lines, because I'd ask for it. And then sooner or later, like, because they did it the first few times because they were being kind to a young kid calling up. I do remember getting a serve from one of the announcers once after a few times and saying, you can't just get something free every time you call. I was they caught it on to you. I think they did. I think I, I was a bit of a prize pig with that radio station. So did you get stickers or what? Uh, I got some, they had CDs they were setting my way. There was like uh, promotional juices that they were, I don't know, for some reason they had them. Just various bits and pieces. It was actually a pretty good deal. I got a book at one stage, which I just call up. It wasn't even a competition. I just call up sometimes and say, hey, it's, it's Dom. Uh, you got any prizes? We've told you before, guys, yeah. insides of the trade. <laughs> um... <laughs> If you find the right radio station, mm. they are probably not getting many calls. <laughs> if you call the competition, you will win. Yes. Our radio station, mm. the bigger ones, yes. you know, when you're getting Ed Sheeran tickets, that's it. that might be a bit more difficult. Yeah, this but is... if you find one giving away a CD, <laughs> that CD is yours. <laughs> It, it, look, it is such a great point. Stop listening to the big stations. I mean, obviously listen still when we're on late yes. at night. But when you're driving around in the day, if you want to win a prize, go to the station that you don't think anyone's listening to. Because I'm telling you, they will be giving something away and there won't be any competition you're up against. You'll get through to them. Unless it's a pre-recorded shift, you're going to get through and win that prize. Well, a pre-recorded shift is also quite a high possibility <laughs> these days. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Uh, but Dan just says that apparently they got a bunch of Doritos and juice poppers for free once doing this. So, look, that's a tip we can we, take on board. We should out. try that out, yeah. We can 100% give that a go. Next up, we have Lilibeth in the Collective Noun Forum. Uh, Lilibeth says that they don't really care about caramilk, obviously mm. the chocolate that I have been a bit obsessed with along with a large parts of the country over the past few months. Um, but apparently, after hearing us talk about caramilk, they saw an ad on Facebook come up for somebody reselling caramilk. Now, this Here is fascinating, go. Zach, because last this is, week... This is crossing over 
two oh. threads we've been talking about. Well, last week, Zach, I was talking about how I believe Facebook was listening to me. Because, three threads? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we got Facebook Marketplace. We've got Facebook Marketplace, which yeah. we were talking about last night. Mm. We have Facebook possibly listening, but they're not, that you <laughs> well, were talking about last week. Yep. And we have Caramilk. That's it. This really is the, the holy trinity of this radio show. Well, what Lilibeth has said, Zach, is that uh, apparently their belief is that Facebook must be listening into their conversations. Mm. So not listening into their conversations, listening into the audio playing from their phone, mentioning Caramilk, yep. and it's come up on their Facebook feed. Now, I'm with you, Lila Buffalo. I, I think this is an eerie coincidence. And I th- we've got to test it. We have to say something right now, talk about something that there is no chance an advert would come up for normally and see if it comes up on anyone's phone who listens. African rhino adoption. <laughs> Can you do that? Well, we'll find out. Okay. We've we got to put it to the test. That's true. So, okay. If anyone sees after listening to this, in the a week or two afterwards. suggestion <laughs> that you should adopt an African rhino, <laughs> then you know they've been listening. That's true. I mean, we'll, I'll need screenshots yeah. and proof that you didn't search it. <laughs> How are you going to get proof on that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's what I'm building in as a disclaimer in case someone claims that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that it happened to them. Okay, well, look, that's that's out there in the universe, so I suppose we'll get an answer sooner or later. And lastly, Lilibeth has also mentioned, Zach, that I was going on about my bad haircut a few weeks ago on the show. Your $4.50 haircut. My $4.50 haircut I did have to get fixed. They've brought up a story I told, I think, a year ago on the show about a friend of mine who opened a barber shop that I snubbed, and they said uh, they think I'm getting continual lessons. I'm getting continually what I deserve for snubbing that friend's barber shop. You've had so many hair problems because I was reminding you of the other day of my favorite haircut story. That's right. When you went into the barber <laughs> and the guy recognized you from Facebook videos and yeah. said, well, how do I do it? How do I do the joke haircut? <laughs> Thinking that you were purposely getting <laughs> a bad haircut for humor. And you're like, yeah. no, no, I thought this looked good. <laughs> this was me actually trying my best. Unfortunately, maybe Lilibeth's got a point. Perhaps this is karma. So your friend wasn't the one with the 450 haircut. No. I haven't heard about this friend in a while. How's no. their barber going? Uh, I, I haven't actually seen them in a little while, but it's a good point. I is still... it because you're trying to get away from them? You're well, ghosting them? I still haven't been to their barber shop. Why not? I, well, because I, I don't know. It just hasn't occurred to me. when I, I guess I forgot when I needed a haircut to give it a go. If I can go to my friend's barber shop and get a haircut there, maybe that will fix my bad karma, my bad hair karma, yep. and all my bad hair problems will finally be gone. It's also because you use that gel stick. <laughs> okay. Dom can't, this is, we've <laughs> this never is, spoken about this before, but second. Dom this can't <laughs> be bothered to put a hair product all through his hair. So he has this gel stick, yeah. kind of like a glue stick you used in primary school, <laughs> and he just does his fringe. But that means his fringe looks wet all the time. <laughs> And the back of his hair looks dry there's, and puffy. Well, there's certain things that I bring up off air, Zach, that you keep, you're doing a lot of this at the moment, bring them no, onto the show. No, what are you talking I, about? I, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. I think you should put a uh, hair product through all of your hair. It's a good shortcut. And up until now, I don't think anyone else had noticed. I think everyone knows now, but I don't think anyone else had picked up that I'd been just doing it. A... Stand by it then. Advocate for the uh, gel stick. <laughs> a quick 10 second gel stick into my hair. I think it was doing a good job. You've been wanting to be a brand ambassador. Why don't you go after that? I do know some nights you've come in and you've had a look at me for 10 or 15 seconds and you said, gel stick tonight, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a game we play. <laughs> Every night. And I'm pretty accurate. I think I've only got it wrong once in about a hundred guesses. Uh, look, if you do want to be in the Collective Noun Forum, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating, 
Write whatever you want in the review and we'll read it out next time on the show. Tonight's a gel stick as well, isn't it? <laughs> Shut up. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, I am a big fan of Married at First Sight, the biggest show probably in Australia at the moment. You and your mum watch it every week, don't you? I've actually, I haven't actually seen an episode with mum, but we do compare notes as to the couples we like. <laughs> Which Do you sounded... actually take notes or is it just off the top of your head? Off the top of my head. And yep. it does sound a lot sadder when I say that out loud than I thought it would. Um, the thing is, though, Zach, it is the finale coming up next week. So four episodes to go, uh, see which couples stay together, which break up. Do they come and, back to them? Is the finale like three months later or something? Uh, there is a part of it which is that, yeah. Yes. Okay, so cool. Did they stay together sort of thing. Anyway, uh, Channel 9 have started running ads for the finale week, and I heard one of them this afternoon. I'm going to play it to you. It is possible. Now, this is a big deal, sure, their finale. It's possible, though, in this ad that they're slightly overhyping it. Australia's most talked about show is about to go out with one hell of a bang. Nothing can prepare you for the four best nights of television you will ever see. Grand Finale Week starts Sunday at 7 on 9. All right. So nothing can prepare you. Listen to that bit again. The four best nights of television you will ever see. Do you think that's a slightly ambitious claim? The four best nights. It's not. This would be four pretty entertaining nights of TV. It's the four best nights of television you will ever see. Well, it's possible. Well, I mean, it's, it's a TV very, show. It's we very, haven't seen it yet. Okay, you well, don't know what happens. There could be an alien <laughs> abduction. Well, let's go through then some of the best TV you've seen, right? So obviously, maybe the 2000 Sydney Olympic Games opening ceremony. Oh, what? That's the best TV well, you've ever seen. It was Australian I, history. No offense to Nikki Webster. <laughs> yeah, okay. She did a great job. Yeah. But the best TV okay. you've ever seen is sitting in front of the TV for oh. three hours and watching athletes <laughs> march about, into a stadium. <laughs> okay. What about the Friends finale? One of the best shows of all time wrapping up. That'd be that'd be up there. But it wasn't like the episode's not that good. It's just the it's moment. Okay, man walking on the moon. Yeah, okay, that's that? pretty big. <laughs> Humanity changed forever. And what they're saying, they're not saying some of the best TV you've, you'll see. Yeah. They're saying the best TV you will ever see. Can you imagine then yeah. the promotions for man walking on the moon? <laughs> what would Channel 9 would say Channel about 9? that? Well, you know what? <laughs> it is a fair point. And this is why I have I have, initially was cynical. Yeah. I was thinking, well, there's no way it's going to be the best TV I've ever seen. I yeah. mean, let's be realistic. But maybe Channel 9, are, maybe they're actually onto something. Maybe, I don't know what happens in the finale. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the That's last episodes point. are. So I've had some ideas of what would make it the best television I've ever seen. Well, we've already discovered Walking on the Moon would be one of That'd them. That'd be pretty good. That'd be, if they do their counselling session <laughs> in a crater well, actually, in uh, low gravity, I'll be very impressed. <laughs> maybe they'll reveal that we've had first contact with aliens and that Troy is the alien. Because if you've seen the show, Troy has some eccentric characteristics. I'd, I'd believe that one. Um, <laughs> Melissa and John, who are my favourite couple on the show... If it's announced that not only are they staying together, but they've solved climate change, I reckon that'd be the best TV I've ever that seen. That would be captivating. You don't reckon that would be pretty good? What you're talking about are results. It doesn't necessarily make it entertaining to watch. So if I you, heard okay. that someone, if someone solved climate change, that would be a great thing to hear. Yeah. Would I enjoy watching someone sitting on a couch saying that they had? I don't know. Uh, okay, well, fair point. Then in that case, the only thing I can imagine that would top all of that, the yeah. moon landing, all of that, what do you got? would be if Dean ends up cheating on Tracy again with Davina. Because in all fairness, that was That was pretty good TV, the wasn't first it? time around. <laughs> if he goes back to Davina a second time, they're right. Okay. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, you thought 
you had invented a brand new product last night on the show. Can you explain it to people? Well, I don't like you already setting off like it's a negative. What do you mean I thought it? I did invent a new milk product. You've heard of full cream milk? Introducing fuller cream milk. The idea is you get a glass of milk, you add a heap of cream to it, mix it around. A really creamy, milky drink. You literally just added cream to full cream milk. Okay, and the person who invented chocolate milk just added chocolate flavour to to milk. I mean, you can put it whatever way you want. It was a new drink that's not for sale at supermarkets, and it's delicious. Well, a lot of people got in touch today. I just wanted to give a mention to photos of Nate on Instagram. Okay. Uh, He tried it out, Dom. Testing collective nouns, cream and milk. Pure cream and cow milk. Great stuff. We Uh, asked him what he thought of it. He said it was okay. Look, I'll, I'll put my hand up. That's not the, that's not the most encouraging early. You, also, you want, from a branding point of view, yeah. he didn't get the name right. So I feel like you need to be a bit more catchier with that. Yeah, that's true. He didn't get the name right. And I will also say that, you know, you want your first reviews. If you were to make a film, put a lot of years into making a film, and the first reviewer said, yeah, it's okay. You'd be pretty disappointed. You want rapturous responses, don't you? Now, before you put too much money into the marketing campaign, there is something you might need to know uh, from, I think it's pronounced Soprano, who got in contact with us on Instagram. She says, we use this at my work. Ha ha. It's called coffee cream. So a fuller cream milk has already been invented, Dom. Hang on. Let me Google that. Coffee cream? As in, this is a product you can buy? I'm not sure. Maybe cafes can buy it. It's a a hmm. creamier milk. I, maybe it's so that it froths easier. I'm not sure. Um, you know what? I can see what they're talking about is, here. Can you find a coffee cream on Google? Uh, you kind of can. What is it? Uh, it's not like a product you necessarily buy. It looks like one you kind of have to make. Um, and creamer. Yeah, coffee creamer. It, to be honest, this doesn't look like... Um, that just looks like like a slightly less thick cream. I'm receiving I'm receiving no. word from our producer that Nestle makes it. Uh, do they? And it's called creamer, possibly. <laughs> That's. Can I just say? So I, you didn't invent no, anything. I, you, no. you you've come in here. Hold on. And you said. On. No. And you said I've got a great idea. It's for a vehicle that has four wheels. Yeah. Okay. And a fifth wheel is a steering wheel, and you sit in it, <laughs> yep. and you drive to place to place. I'm going to call it a car. <laughs> Shut up. This, I imagine the Wright brothers had to cop some flack when they invented planes as well. Yeah. And people said, that's already been invented. Look at birds. It and had been said, invented. Had it? Yeah. I thought they invented it. Uh, no, there's a bit of debate about that. <laughs> okay. okay. The point is, Zach, is I have not heard of this product. Perhaps Just because you haven't heard well, of it doesn't mean it yeah. never existed. <laughs> no, but it does mean that before I before I admit that it wasn't my original idea, I'll need to do a proper hey, survey. I've got an idea. How about, you know how when you were a kid, how you had those tin cans and they couldn't, where they, they were connected with strings and you could talk to each other. Yeah. What happens if we took away the string, Yeah. but you could still talk to each other? And instead of like a tin can, it was like this flat, what would you call it? Like a... A phone? Telephone. A telephone. And um, maybe then we could put cameras on it and uh, take pictures and it could access the internet. I've invented something. I've invented the phone, Dom. You think you're being hilarious, don't you? No, I'm just making a point. <laughs> Stop I'm making, making the point. point. No. I'm making the point. <laughs> what? That you thought you invented something and you didn't. We don't know. I might not have. We don't Nestle, have Nestle, con- like the biggest company we, in the world, already makes it. We don't know it's the same product. I need to sample this for myself. I should mention, though, that I did get advice from a doctor on Instagram today who private messaged me and they said that drink could, will kill you. Okay. <laughs> 
They well, said what do you want to pick? Do you want to pick that you invented something that if you consume it the way that it was meant to be consumed, you might die? Or do you want that it's already been invented? <laughs> they did say that much cream is unbelievably unhealthy to have regularly. So do you know what? I'll give this one to Nestle. <laughs> I'll put my hand up here. I think we need to say legally, yep. Nestle's won't kill you. <laughs> no, no, and in fact, it's probably delicious and completely safe to consume. Uh, that is all we've got time for tonight. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can grab it there. We'll see you Monday at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.